Okay, hey guys, it's P, and welcome to P Brain. It's finally happening. Um, I've planned on doing this for a while, but you know that like internalized ick you have, where it's like you constantly, not constantly, but you're worried about how people perceive you. So a lot of things, like creative things that I want to do, I sort of put them on hold a lot because I'm like. I think about, oh, someone's going to see me doing this and they can create an opinion on me that I can't necessarily change or try to prove them otherwise. So I have a self-internalized ick. But yeah, I'm finally doing it. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do an intro every time. This is like low-key nerve-wracking. Also, a disclaimer, I live on a really busy street. There are like two petrol stations there. So there will generally be, um, be trucks which you might be able to hear in the background, depending on when I record. But today, I'm recording in the morning, so you will possibly hear some of the tracks. So, sorry about that in advance. <laughs> um, so, today's episode topic is For Everything. Since I did plan on starting the pod, like, quite... A while ago I did sort of make like the structure and thought process of episode ideas but since that was so long ago so much has changed between then and now but I really wanted to do this topic because you'll see why okay for everything this is literally my sixth time filming this so yeah so the prompt for this pod episode was based on a story I made a while ago, well, a while ago, it's on my vanity highlight reel on Instagram. I'm assuming most people are coming from my Instagram, but if not, I'm going to plug my Instagram. My Instagram is uglyp underscore underscore, and it has like, you'll see, it's public. Anyway, so context for that story, at the time, like I was very irritable with the friendship in my life, and I'm like someone who's vocal. And I find it very easy to be vocal in terms of like things I need and I want. And when something no longer suits me, like I genuinely have no problem with having that confrontation and like saying so. And like after that, like cutting people out of my life. But depending on your perspective um, of the situations, it can come off as like harsh or malicious. And that's not the intention, but I know that that does happen but I digress (laughs) every time I thought about the relationship I get irrationally annoyed like extremely annoyed because ending the relationship is what makes sense but also knowing the person I knew it would just be such a long and dragged out fight and I did not have the energy or emotional capacity for it so I was like okay I'll just let it fizzle out naturally even though that's against my nature Okay, so that's the context of the story. Let me read the story. Where is it? Okay. Oh, gosh. Today is rubbish day. So I don't know if you're going to hear them collecting the bins. This is brilliant. Brilliant. 10 out 10. Okay, the story reads as, I truly wish we did not view relationships, both romantic and platonic, as something that is meant to last. We are meant to interact and share experiences with people, 
Deluding yourself into thinking people are meant to be in your life forever is the root of all agony. Cherish and love the people who are in your life in a certain period, but not but do not try make them stay in your life once it is no longer pleasurable for either party. I guess the more I make podcasts, um I guess the more podcasts I make, you'll learn how much I treasure what's pleasurable in my life over most things. And it comes off as very selfish at times, and I do think that it is sometimes. I obviously do some weighing of options, like how much an act of pleasure might harm others and move from a place where I'm able to accept and be accountable for whatever option I choose and its possible outcomes and consequences. If something doesn't bring me pleasure, then why would I keep it in my life, you know? I'm not saying that as soon as there's a slight issue in a relationship that you, you should totally dispose of it, but I do think you can use your own discretion on whether something is more pain than pleasure. The way I talk about relationships can be misunderstood as missing people as replaceable. Okay, let me come back to y'all because this... The way that I talk about relationships can be misunderstood as missing people as replaceable, when that is not the case at all. We are meant to experience life with community. We do not live in isolation. Life is in constant flow of birth, growth, decay and rebirth. And personally, I do not believe that um, someone in your life could be replaceable when we all serve different roles and purposes to different people. I'm going to use one of my past friendships to explain what I mean. Kristen, my childhood best friend, I and a friendship like I truly cherish and a person I always continue to love. And I can always look back on and smile about like the friendship we had. So basically, she ended the friendship and my ego was so bruised. So, so, so bruised. I could not fathom... Someone seeing me for who I am and still deciding they do not want me. I was so bitter for so long. But with time, I saw myself being happy with her being happy with other people. But that was also me from the outside looking in. So maybe she might not have been. But I'm saying from my perspective, when I would see her happy with new friends, I genuinely would smile because I'm like, she deserves that. There is no person in my life that could replace the person that she was to me in my life what she meant for me in terms of my development as a person and who I am today. Kristen never was and never will be replaceable. Things run their course and that's okay. So people who aspire for forever really scare me. (laughs) Normal people scare me. (laughs) I think that's why I find it so comical when I see white bitches on social media with their partner saying, "Can't can't wait for forever with you etc and then two months later they have a new forever like clearly that did not last forever so why do you continue to say that you know also when i say white bitches this isn't me dragging white people or white women unnecessarily it's just yeah it's just how i speak but i'm truly in awe of their life experiences uh, that they accumulate like white people can date like they can date date they could be my age and already have three long-term partners under their belt and i guess because I base a lot of my ideas on experiences from platonic relationships, I truly do envy their ability to experience romance. Oh, for context, I'm 20. That's also in the show notes. I guess the way I view relationships and interactions with people is why I think I'd be more suited for non-monogamy. I would never want to treat my future partners or be treated as something to be owned or something that belongs to someone. And a lot of language around relationships, but mostly monogamous relationships, makes me literally sick. 
like a lot of the Twitter discourse on relationships, especially monogamous one, feels so stifling, suffocating, and like backwards. Like we're literally in 2011 and you're still talking about relationships like that. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, my depiction of like, my ideal depiction of relationships would be parties who enter into each other's lives with the knowledge of time will change us and we will grow to we'll either grow together or apart and either is okay as long as we share ourselves with one another and love each other despite what the future holds do you get what i mean i hope what i'm saying is coherent but also i'd say i haven't had romantic relationships so i look at how i view this is is all like in theory if that uh, take a shot every time i say if that makes sense <laughs> the closest i've had to what i view as my ideal relationship was a situationship i had in first year so basically we kissed in the club never saw them again saw them like t- like third term um eventually <laughs> i left them a note and then messaged me whatever whatever so we started talking and he was very aware of the fact that he was not going to stay in Grahamstown after this year. Like, he was fed up and he was going to move back to where he's from. But with that knowledge, we still chose to see each other and spend time together. And it just felt very intentional. Like, we moved forward. We set boundaries on what we would want the relationship to be like. Um, oh, if you want to know the boundaries, it was just that, like... Um, like simple things you don't whilst we're together we're not sleeping with anyone else um we didn't necessarily talk on the phone because i didn't see we neither of us saw the need very low maintenance also he's a gemini shout out to all the gemini's i love gemini's each of you forehead kiss all my gemini babies forehead kisses no gemini slander here but like we set our boundaries of what we needed and it was just very intentional in the sense that Whenever we spent time together, it was like time we carved out. We were never on our phones, never really distracted. We were there engaging with each other. So it was just my closest ideal to what I'd want a relationship to be like. Obviously, there were faults and stuff like that. But how it was set up with the knowledge that he was going to leave at the end of the year. So like it wasn't going to be a long-term thing. But we still chose to put our all into it. That was lovely lovely going back to the last thing i said in the post oh wait (laughs) also i just thought of a story now thinking about me being my like probably wanting to be non-monogamous i remember my first experience with like proper not proper but my first experience with the relationship i was in grade two and i was dating two guys shout out to me I was dating two guys at the time so i was dating one guy and he was like he fulfilled my needs in the way that like he would carry my violin case around school for me because i don't want to carry it or my lunch bag you know the woolies lunch bag handbag but so he'd carry that around for me very loving very like always there <laughs> i love how i'm analyzing a grade two relationship then my second boyfriend he was the bad boy everyone wanted him everyone wanted him I remember how we even started like dating <laughs> the way i'm saying this as dating as if it's like proper so uh we were like on the steps somewhere 
um, at school and he had kissed some girl. I'm not sure if they were my friend or something. But I was like, oh my gosh, I heard you kissed blah, blah, blah. Because like, we're in grade two. Why the fuck would we be kissing people? So I was like, oh my gosh, I heard you kiss so-and-so. And he was like, yeah, I did. I could do the same for you. Then he kissed me on the steps. Then he said, we're dating now. And I was like, yeah. So he was my bad boy. He was, the way I could not tell you any of their names, but if you were to give me my primary school's like yearbook, I can point them out straight away. <laughs> and it's so funny because like Pea Brain, the name of the pod came from the fact that I have very little going on in my head. Like 90% of my childhood memories repressed. I know nothing. And that's why I wanted to make a pod so I can sort of like talk through stuff and have it documented and they're out there, they're out there and they're in the world for me to like look back on and just be like, oh my gosh, look at what 20 year old P was saying, like how cool. Anyways, me and my both friends, enough with that. So going back to what I said in the post, the last thing I said in the post, cherish and love people for who they are their life in a certain period but do not try and make them stay in your life once it is no longer pleasurable for either party i don't believe in fighting for a relationship i don't think i ever will like when i look at people around me who've been in relationships and when their relationships are coming to an end and they're like pleading for their partner to fight for this i truly don't believe in that it's like you're talking to a brick wall at that point you're fighting a battle you've already lost You shouldn't have to be begging for someone to stay with you. There shouldn't be a need to fight for a relationship if if it's dealt with properly in the moment and an environment is created where both parties are comfortable with communicating their needs. And also a vital part is being comfortable renegotiating boundaries time and time again, looking back and be like, okay, we've been together for six months. What do you think about how's this been working? Is there anything you want to change? Like stuff like that. So when someone says, like, they're not even fighting. Babes, you've already lost. It's too late. It's t- you're literally fighting a battle you've already lost. And it's so painful to watch. Like, I've seen it in person. And it is so painful and a bit cringy to watch. Sorry to you. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. So... My closing question is, why do we want forever? And if it's for comfort, why do we find comfort in it? Those are my closing questions. If you could answer those, like DM me or something, what you think, why we um, generally romanticize forever and longevity and long-termness, please DM me. I'm very... Not that I'm very active, but I generally, I will respond. I love DMing people that I don't even know. Like, especially, like, I will, I've DMed so many random people just for the, just for the giggles. So, if you have an answer for that question, please DM me so I can engage with you. I love having conversations with people. So, the question was, I'm going to repeat it. Why do we want forever? In my head, I think it's for the comfort of it. So, then a response for that as well is, why do we find comfort in it? thank you my angels this is the end this is the end um yeah i'm so grateful i'm so happy i've done this i feel so 
more light even though i was very stressed and i still think i will be for the next few ones but yeah i'll see you in two weeks time love you love you Well, that ain't too good. I mean, I done seen some rooms where I'm like, yo, this some pink puffy bullshit. I mean, Hello Kitty posters and chop. Very little, I'm afraid. Would you like to? He's looking at you, kid. Come on, let's shag ass. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Own life. Stupid TV. Never should have gotten it off eBay.